The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that hope grandpas make good podcasters in 2023, it's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, streaming live most Saturday mornings are available to download later in your podcast feed, unless of course you're a patron. You get perks. Patrons get those perks. Woo! I'm your host, Aaron Dicer, and he swears he could do a better Mario voice than Chris Pratt. It's Andrew Ormsby, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, it's me, Mario. <laughs> okay, he was wrong. Oh. He was terribly wrong. It was terrible. Each week, we'll chat about movies, TV, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And please welcome our guest this week. He's dialed in this podcast for his destiny. It's John Paula, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Mario. <laughs> well, okay, well, there you go. Nicely done. I think we sound uh, the yes. exact same. We are doing our most anticipated podcast today of 2023. I love this is one of my favorite episodes of the year. Love looking forward and talking about this kind of stuff. Uh, as I alluded to uh, in the intro, or as, as the announcer alluded to in the intro, uh, the most anticipated thing this year for me is I'm having a grandchild, which is just mind blowing. That, is, that stuff. is fantastic, by the way. Congratulations. Uh, it is. It is. It's so funny. Thank you. It's so funny because uh, once you're a grandparent, there's literally no like mistaking your age. You know, it's like, like, you know, you're, yeah, you're, you're not f- even that old, though, to be fair. You had kids young and your kids had kids young. That's true. That's true. Yeah. My, still my few, dad I'm, was 65 when he became a grandparent. So you're not quite there yet. No, no, no. I am. I am currently 47, I think, something along those lines. Uh, yeah. Isn't so it wild I, how we forget how old we are <laughs> once you get past a certain age? It's like, why does it matter to keep track? Why? Yeah, so I'm I'm still a few years away from even being 50, and you're absolutely correct. Uh, we had kids young. We got married young, had kids young. My son got married young, had kids young. Like it's you know, that is part of it. But it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you're either grandpa, way, you're old. 
Like, Either you're way. old. Like, there's yeah. no, you know, there's no debating that anymore. You are an old man. Uh, so, so yes, this old man hopes you'll continue to listen to his opinions on movies. Uh, so, we're going to talk about 2023. Man, I don't know about you guys. This year's kind of stacked. Like, I had some months months where I was like, how do I not pick every single one of these movies? Yeah, Um, July is going to be wild. June June, June is crazy. Uh, So I think movies are back, maybe. Uh, We will see. I will say before we get into it, we're going to get right into this thing. We're just going to go. I will. And I'll, I'll tell you how we do it here in a second. But. Before I get to that, each year we pick our top three and then an overall uh, anticipated for the podcast. Uh, the overall anticipated for the podcast last year, no surprise, Avatar The Way of Water was the most anticipated for the podcast. Andrew, your top three last year that you anticipated, mm-hmm. uh, what number three was Nope. Yep. Uh, number two was The Northman and number th- one was The Batman. Uh, so how did that turn out for you? Uh, did those three movies live up to your anticipation? Two of them did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you what guys figure out which one was the one that didn't. I think Nope I, was the one that didn't. Yeah, I did not like Nope at all. I, I did, say, man. That movie's I, growing I, on I, me, I, too. Nope was my favorite of those three, but Northman and Batman were both really excellent. Yeah. I liked I was, them all. Those were all really strong films. I was the most disappointed with uh, Nope. Mm. I was shocked how much I loved the Northman. And uh, what was the third one? Batman. The Batman. Batman. It, it was Batman. I didn't have a choice p- to not <laughs> but love, to love it. it. Yeah. So uh, my top three are interesting in that it'll bring up something that is always the case, and we will mention again this year. Schedules change. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three was Mission Impossible Seven uh, because that was slated originally to be out late in twenty twenty two. Uh, that is not the case. Maybe it'll show up again this year. Who knows? Uh, number two. <laughs> Hopefully not is, next year, though. <laughs> Hopefully not. My number two was Lightyear. That was a bit of a disappointment for me, although I did enjoy it okay. Um, and then my number one was Avatar. And uh, as you heard a few weeks ago, uh, it blew me out of the blew me literally out of the water. Uh, so yeah. So those were <laughs> our anticipated last year. I'm excited to see what we're anticipating this year. Here's how it works. We go through every month of the year, and you have to, must, you are required to pick one movie from each month. You're killing me. (laughs) Sorry, January (laughs) and August uh, or whatever the months are, September or whatever it might be. Yeah, some Uh, weak, some thin thin pickings in the fall. And it is is one of those things where you're like, I'm going to put this movie instead of being able to use a slot for this movie, but that's how it works. So you have to. You have to do one from every month at least. Then you have three wild cards. They can come from anywhere. Uh, and if you have a movie that does not have a release date, but you're pretty sure it's debuting in 2023, that has to be a wild card. So yeah, like, okay. if, if that exists, you have to use that as one of your wild cards. Uh, so yes, it is an interesting thing. And then at the end, we will pick our top three and of course the overall most anticipated, and we may throw some buried treasure in at the end if we have time. So let's see how it goes. For what it's worth going into the year, my most anticipated was probably Top Gun, Avatar, and, um, I think Doctor Strange. I was really looking forward to that. And Mm -hmm. the first two lived up. Uh, Doctor Strange was, it was pretty good, but yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. 
Let's kick it off with the most packed, amazing month of the year. Let's take a look. January. <laughs> January. Uh, John, or John, you're going to kick us off. Uh, right. What did you pick in this stacked month of January? Um, th- this one, actually, I am reasonably excited to see. It's right at the beginning of the year. January 5th, Operation Fortune, Ruse de Gru from Guy Ritchie, his next uh, upcoming spy action film. Jason Statham, Aubrey Plaza, Josh Hartnett, Carrie Elwes, uh, Hugh Grant, I, Guy Ritchie. I'm up, you know, I'm, I'm in every time. He's, he makes fun movies. They're never incredible, but they're really fun. Dialogue's real snappy. It's sure. funny, good action. Andrew, what did you pick in January? It was the same one. Yeah. Yeah. So nice, nice. <laughs> uh, I went with Plain. Now look, P L A N E P L A I N P L A N E. This is the the Gerard Butler uh, latest disaster. You know, uh, save the day. He's quickly becoming the new Liam Neeson to me, which is like I don't even really need. I just need to know that he's in it and he's saving the day somehow. And you know, we're gonna have a good time. Well, so. if it if he keeps making these you know tropey movies, but they're actually good, like Greenland, you know, right, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll watch. Sure. Yeah, that was surprisingly good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, I may be on a bit of a, a Greenland after buzz, but uh, Plane was the one that I picked. And I, uh, not everybody has to do this, but when I think of most anticipated, I'll go ahead and say this now as we kind of get into some some months that actually have movies that we're anticipating. Uh, the What I do in my mind is I say, if somebody came to me and said, you can watch one of these two movies, but right only now. one of these two movies right now. Which one do you pick? Yeah. That's how I decide what I'm anticipating most, right? Because if sure. I pick it, that means I'm most excited to see it. I'm, yeah. I'm anticipating most. I tried to take that very literally when I did this, and it can't. And you are going to be very surprised by some of my choices. I guarantee it because it kind of changes. Like Men's Warehouse. Because it's not what do I think is going to be the best. It's not what do I think I'm going to even in, enjoy the most necessarily. Yeah, no, 100%. It's, it's literally what do I want to see right now? What am I anticipating the most? Um, and I think so. and, and, and uh, uh, calling that out specifically, I will say my list is very heavy on franchise IP uh, because it's, it's it's a, it's a known quantity I want to see more of. Whereas right. some of these other films, I'm going based on the director or some of the uh, synopses. But like Aaron, I, I don't watch trailers uh, at all if I can help it. Um, so Plane, I, I think I saw like a 30 second commercial on YouTube for that. I, I don't know much about it, but the fact that Gerard Butler's in it and it's an airplane, like, okay, I'm in. I'm fine. <laughs> right. Watch. Yes. Put it in front of me. Put it in front of That's me. That's good. All right. Let's head to February. Uh, John, what was your choice in February? Now, this is one where I went with a, a, an unknown new property over the established IP. I am more excited to see Quan- uh, Cocaine Bear. Oh, yeah. I, put it in th- front of me. Cocaine Bear, uh, I don't know anything about it besides the title and the fact that it's based on a real story. Where yeah, it's a based real, on a true story. Where a grizzly bear snorted or ate a bunch of cocaine, uh, pure whatever, and just went on like a, a rampage through a town, I think. A and, bender. Uh-huh. Uh, it directed by Elizabeth Banks. Uh, this seems like a fun black comedy. And it's such a unique concept. It's about a crazy bear. <laughs> I agree. If one of us didn't choose it, I was definitely going to mention it. And I will yeah. do that after, after we've each made our choices. If there's some other yeah. noteworthy ones I think are worth mentioning, I yeah, will throw sure. them out there. But That being said, there is a bigger movie in February, uh, and I hope one of you two mentioned. <laughs> Aaron, what's <laughs> your pick? Andrew, 
My pick is Quantumania. That is my pick. I cannot wait. Like, this is, uh, in spoiler alert, it's the only Marvel movie on my list this year. So, um, which, you know, that is a bit of a spoiler. Uh, But, or no, that's not true. I'm sorry. It's not true. It's not, it's not true. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is absolutely 100% true. Immediately told on yourself. (laughs) I take it back. I take it all back. June. No, no, nope. Nope, just just May, just May. Uh, anyhow, uh, it is it is one of only two Marvel movies on my list this year. Uh, but no, I'm so excited about this because I'm so excited about Kang. Like Loki got me so pumped, and I know this is going to be our first real like okay, let's deal with the multiverse. Like yeah. you know, there's it's played a part in a big part in some Marvel movies, including Spider Man. Like it's played a big role. But this one, I really get the sense that we're really going to have to go for it. And the fact that we're introducing Kang, I think we're really going to get a sense for where this phase is headed. And that is that is exciting to me because one thing I've really missed from the Marvel movies is that forward momentum. Is that where are we going? What are there, we there, doing There's a, definitely phase four. The biggest critique, I think, has been is lack of cohesion. Yeah. Uh, and phase one had that as well because we didn't sure. know yet what it was building to. And I know Feige's going to, you know knock down the dominoes eventually. But right now it's kind of like, all right, well, when does this start to matter and connect? Quantumania, I think, is going to be the you know, the first big domino to fall in that sequence. And Andrew, was that your pick as well? Nope. Yeah, John, just before you make your pick, just Jonathan Majors, he's so incredible as Kang and Loki. He somehow owned that entire show. He in was in one, one episode. He, he was in he one was. scene in one episode. <laughs> it's like amazing. Uh, Andrew, what is your pick? Shyamalan, Amanamanon's yeah. new movie, uh, Knock at the Cabin. I've oh, seen cool. one little teaser for it, and it didn't give anything away, but this one teaser had me so stoked for this movie, because I think that uh, there's a Shyamalan surgence right now. Like, he's starting to come back. <laughs> uh, I'm liking a lot Shyamalan of his surgeons. movies. I know a lot of people didn't... Shyamalanaissance. The Shyamalanaissance, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think a lot of people weren't really fans of... Uh, uh, not is not the beach. What was it? Old, old, yeah. Old. Um, I liked old. I thought old I was really it. I too. pretty good. I yeah. did too. Um, so yeah, it just has me this much more excited, and it has a pretty interesting cast. You know, Dave Bautista and and the lot, as it were. I, uh, I'm Rupert super excited Gent. for this as well. Yeah. Um, in fact, it probably would have been my two, and Cocaine Bear would have been my three. But like this, the thing with Shyamalan, the reason I like old is because it's so Shyamalan, and I think people. Like you either like what he does or you don't, but he's he's always going to put it out there. And I hope he continues that and just embraces. This is who I am as a filmmaker. I like to get weird and wacky like this. I like to, you know, put the metaphors and themes right on the surface. Like I, I, I dig that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I hope knock knock at the cabin uh, knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to March. Let's do it. Um, we don't have to go in the same order every time. Andrew, why don't you kick us off in March? Well, I have a pick. And an honorable mention. I'm going to use one of my honorable mentions here. Are we going to save those for the end or right now? No, As we'll we... talk about them during the month. Okay, uh, but let's cool. but let's each make our pick first. Okay. And then I will throw out some others that we can chat briefly uh, about. We'll do it that way. So we'll start with our three picks. I will say uh, March may have been as hard as june for me there is so much interesting stuff coming out in march i believe but go ahead uh andrew what is your pick creed three speaking of jonathan majors playing the big bad in this one and aaron i know you don't watch trailers john do you watch trailers at all for movies Uh, i saw a it was like one of those making of trailers where Mm. they mixed in michael jordan's 
uh, narration as like, I'm excited to direct my first movie and it's yeah. about Creed. And it's like, well, this is kind of a trailer and also kind of a behind the scenes of the movie. I saw one of those. Gotcha. Well, the trailer I saw, I'll just say this. Jonathan Majors is terrifyingly huge in this. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's a monster. <laughs> like he, he looks is built. built. He is like ready a- to fight. Like the proverbial tank, it is scary. It's a brick how- crap house, for uh, yeah. to put it politely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, it, I love you know the Rocky franchise is one of my favorite franchises of all time, and I love the way the the Creed uh, franchise is kind of coming into its own now. Um, I know there was a lot of behind the scenes with Sylvester Stallone and Creed Three and stuff like that, and uh, the production company kicking him out and stuff of his own property. It was it was all sad. Having said all that, though. I'm so stoked for this movie. I think that it's, yeah, it's going to be, as the cool kids say, a banger. Indeed. Uh, uh, Creed 3 was definitely uh, one to, to look at for me. The one I chose, get ready for your first surprise. Not kidding. If all of the movies in March were put in front of me, the one I would pick to, to watch right now is Scream 6. Uh, Screams, like the latest Scream movie blew my mind i was like we're back we're getting it we understand how to do the meta i always have this thing for meta movies i just think that if if they continue with those characters who i loved and with a perspective on this universe that i find interesting and fun um i cannot wait to see what they do with the next screen i haven't seen five yet uh and i've been meaning to rewatch the whole franchise and i think in in prep for six that's probably a good time to do it yeah so, uh, Scream 6 is my official choice uh, for March. Uh, John? Um, I passed up on the, the new trailer. I, one I did watch was 65 with Adam Driver. Where he goes back in time to prehistoric. Mm-hmm. Seems really exciting. But John Wick Chapter 4, I cannot yeah. wait to see how they wrap up this story. Some of my absolute favorite action scenes of the last decade is Keanu Reeves putting bullets in people's heads. It's just a blast. Love this character. Love that universe. Just that world building they do with this you know, interconnected group of assassins. Uh, I'm excited because three kind of ended on a big cliffhanger. So I really want to see where they take four. Yeah. Uh, any wild cards, official wild cards from March, Andrew? Over here, Governor. Um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Nice. Yeah. I love, love the first Shazam movie. It was really fun. There's so much craziness going on right now with the DCEU. <laughs> Gosh. I would love it. He, oh. My my, I don't know why. Maybe there's a Schadenfreude to it. I have no idea. But the, <laughs> my, I would love. It, I, I guess there's a there's a poetic nature to this. If if this were to happen, which it's not going to, if Shazam became the building block of the new DCEU, and The Rock specifically didn't want to be in it because he wanted to do his own thing yeah. with Black Adam, <laughs> that would just make me laugh. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I like Shazam. Yeah. And, you know, this one has Lucy Liu and Helen Mirren as the big bads. So I did not know that. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Fury uh, of the Gods should a, give it away what it's about. So I uh, I also have a wild card in uh, March, but it's already been mentioned. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 was uh, my wild card in March. So, uh, so yes. There were a lot um, to the- pick. You know, and there March. were Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, looks like it could be fun. Um, and then you I think I think that might bomb hard. That it, looks it might bomb hard, but it but it's kind of interesting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like, see it. I'm gonna go see it. not because um, not just because I have to, because I want to. But you mentioned 65 as well, which is uh, which looks really interesting. Time travel well. dinosaurs. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, Adam. I, do we know it's time travel? I don't yeah. really know it's time travel. I mean, how do you go back to the past if not? 
I mean, maybe you find a different planet where oh, it's just in is the Is this a reverse story? planet of the apes where he thinks he's on Earth, but he's really I on another know. planet? Or, no, no, this is the reverse sequel. Reverse apes to, twist! This is the sequel to After Earth, speaking of Shyamalan. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah right. I thought it was the sequel to 61, the, the movie about <laughs> Roger Maris. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I missed 62, 63, and 64, but uh, we eventually got to 65. Uh, all right, let's move to April. Um, what do you guys got in April? I guess I'll go first uh, on this one. Uh, I picked the Super Mario Brothers movie. That of, of of the movies is the one I'm most excited to see. I don't Same. know if it's going to be good. I have the sneaking suspicion it might be terrible. But what if it's good? Uh, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with that. Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie is mine. Uh, John, you said that was yours as well. Andrew, yeah, what and is, I think what a is, big reason is uh, I'm excited to take my my kid to it. Uh, she is a big fan of Mario. We play some of the games together. And I think this is going to be fun just to have a kid's perspective on yeah. a movie that's going to be much more faithful than the Bob Hoskins one from 92. <laughs> <laughs> you would hope. You would hope. Yes. Andrew, what did you choose for April? Well, I found out that there was a Nicolas Cage movie that comes out. So I had to pick it. It's called Renfield. It is Nicolas Cage playing Dracula. And it's supposed to mm-hmm. be a, I'll do uh, it. <laughs> like a, from what I understand, it's like a, a spinoff sequel to. Bram Stoker's Dracula, where now we have Dracula in prison with a uh, Renfield who is his inmate, played by Nicholas I, Holt. I yeah, I, this is a very intriguing movie. First of all, Chris McKay is great. Yeah, uh, has done some of the Lego Movie stuff. He's directing it. Um, uh, I'm excited to see what he does. Nicholas Holt's amazing. Aquafina's fun. Ben Schwartz is one of my favorite people to see in a movie right now. So the fact that he's in it is interesting to he's me. He's hilarious. <laughs> uh, so I think this movie could be really, really funny. I think that's a that's a great choice. The only other one I would mention is the Taika Waititi movie that's out in April. That's called Next Goal Wins. Mm. Um, always worth paying attention Sports to Taika. Sports comedy drama film. All right. Mm-hmm. First time so, I'm even hearing that one. Yeah, me too. Uh, always worth always worth mentioning Taika. Uh, all right, on to May. Uh, John, kick us off. This was choice. actually a little hard for me because um, I wanted to mention, uh, or I, I guess this will be my first honorable mention, Fast 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fast X, I don't know how they're going to promote it. Uh, I'm I'm on board with Dom and the gang. I love that mm-hmm. franchise. But uh, without Paul Walker, without uh, Dwayne Johnson, I don't know that these movies are as strong. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is my pick for May. Uh, Andrew, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah, it's a sweep in May. As, yeah. uh, Guardians is all of our. I, I'm pumped. I can't wait to to go back to that. The last two have been some of the best in the MCU. I suspect, I agree. and based on the the Christmas special, which might be like the second best thing they did in all of Phase Four. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited for Volume Three. In, in the Christmas special is fun. The it was really good. Really it was really. Yeah. I mean, it was better yeah. than any of the feature length movies they put out in the last. Like, <laughs> I don't agree with that, but it is fun. It is fun. Uh, any wild cards? Official wild card choices? Yeah, for- uh, fast. 10 for that one. Oh, that's your official wild yeah, yeah. card. Yeah, choice. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, the only other one I would mention is Little Mermaid. Um, these Disney live action remakes for me have been mostly hit, some miss. I, I like um, a lot of them. Uh, I do end up enjoying a lot of them. Uh, I feel like I'm in the minority on that among film fans, but uh, I, I actually think the live action Beauty and the Beast is better than the animated one, and that's almost sacrilegious. That's to... just heresy right it, there, but I, I like do it like more. it. I think I, it's I, fine. I like the new songs a lot. <laughs> And I think they do good stuff with the new song of Beauty and the Beast is great. Yeah, and they fix some plot holes. Like I like I like the the animated one plenty, but I kind of like the live action more. You know what? You're talking me into it. No, you're not. 
Uh, let's see. So Little Mermaid, Fast X, Guardians 3, uh, all coming out that month, uh, worth paying attention to. Now, um, now, now we get to some hard choices. Now we got to make a Sophie's choice June and July, June. baby. Here it comes. Here it comes. Uh, June, Andrew's going to kick us off with your official June choice. Okay. Just a heads up, I do have a wild card, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have a wild card in, in, in June as well. Uh, Cross Spider-Verse. That's my pick. pick. That's my pick. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it just, Do you want to talk about it, just, it a little bit? That first movie was unlike anything I'd ever seen. It's one of the funniest movies ever. Visually, it was, you know, unique and beautiful. I Not to give it away, but it is one of my most anticipated movies of the year of 2023. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, my official pick for June is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, Same. I I know Kingdom of the Crystal Skull put a bad taste in our mouth, but Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. I put it in front of me now. I want to see it now. Like I just I I hope they get it right. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Um, that is my official pick. Uh, John, yours as well is uh, Dial of Destiny. Uh, yeah, I mean I have the Indiana Jones poster in my office wall. It's probably my second favorite movie ever. Uh, Raiders. That is not not. Mm-hmm. Dial of Destiny, obviously. Uh, I, I, I've said it before, but the worst Indiana Jones movie, uh, Crystal Skull, is still better than a lot of movies we watch today. I, I really enjoy it, even if it's you know far and away the worst Jones film. And I don't know the 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 early hype, or the early images. I haven't seen any trailers yet, but it, I'm excited to see Harrison Ford back, even at the ripe young age of like 87. Uh, I'm excited to see him again. And James Mangold has proven he can do these like Twilight era um, stories. Logan is a great parallel to like an old hero in his twilight years i'm excited to see him back it might be a total disaster i don't know but i'm more excited to see this than anything else in that month yeah i agree i agree um official wild cards uh andrew what is your official wild card asteroid city yeah wes anderson yeah Yeah. it's a wes anderson movie which automatically should have bumped it up to my like for my pick, but if there wasn't, you know, a, a Spider Verse mm-hmm. movie, but this cast, like he oh he, he has, you know, his regulars, you know, like Jeff Goldblum and uh, and uh, Edward Norton and stuff. But seeing Tom Hanks in a Wes Anderson movie, I can't tell you how excited I am for that. It is going to be incredible. I am so stoked. Margot uh, Robbie, Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Brian Cranston, Jeff Goldblum, Jeffrey Wright, Leif Schreiber, like is Matt Dillon. Maya Hawk, this, just the, a huge cast. The the cast list I see in front of me has 21 names. Insane. The, the last two mentioned are Brian Cranston and Willem Dafoe. So <laughs> it's like Wow. Yeah, this is this is quite a cast. Um so yeah, so Asteroid City, I completely understand that yeah. as a wild card pick. Uh, my wild card pick uh, for June is Elemental. Um this is mm, uh, Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. Uh, coming in with a very kind of inside outy feeling movie, and I'm excited to see kind of where they take this. Um, I feel like they're at their best when they really embrace uh, metaphorical storytelling. Like I was going to say, high and, concept Pixar is my favorite mm-hmm. Pixar. Yeah, so so yeah, I'm excited for Elemental uh, enough to put it as an official wild card. Uh, ones we didn't mention in the month, uh, The Flash, which becomes more and more of a, like, if it's on my anticipated list, it's just to see what is this eventually yeah. going to look like, this train wreck. I think, um, I think we forget the movie's probably going to be fine. It's all this stuff that happened ugh. outside of the, uh, 
uh, of the production. Just, uh, this is I'm more curious than excited about the Flash. I'll put it that way. Yeah. What do we have for July, gentlemen? I feel like this could be a toss-up. There's a couple big ones in July. Um, I did want to mention also in June, okay. uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Oh, um, entirely. Is, yeah. You know. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you know what's what's going to happen with the Transformers franchise? I feel Beast. like now that uh, Bay isn't directing. Yeah. You know, maybe I liked uh, Bumblebee or whatever. That yeah, show. Bumblebee was fine. Yeah. Uh, moving on to July, uh, what are we going to pick here? I think it's my turn to pick first. Go for it. Um, my official choice is, no surprise, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part Same. 1. Uh, Same. I cannot wait for another Mission Impossible movie. Uh, yeah, real talk, Fallout might be the best action movie of the century. It is <laughs> so, good. so good. I rewatched it a, a, a few months back. And I was like, I don't know if it's going to hold up. I'm not seeing it in IMAX. It's not in the big screen. I was like, oh, no, this is incredible. This is so well plotted. Yeah. So, And I can't wait to see what uh, McQuarrie and, and uh, Tom Cruise cook up again because I know they're going to outdo themselves with some insane stunt. I think there's something involving a, a motorcycle and a jump and a parachute that Tom, for certain, had to do for real. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is It is easily my number one. Uh, Andrew, what is your uh, your number one for July? Well, my wild card was Mission Impossible, so just getting okay. that out of the way now. But my pick is Oppenheimer. And that is my wild, official wild card for this month as well. Same. My, my, one of my three wild cards as well. Nice. I think that Oppenheimer is one of the most fascinating characters in history. Like... I don't know if you guys know that much about like Oppenheimer and like what he went through in his life after the Trinity test and everything like that. I know next to nothing about him actually. He uh, after he pretty much you know, he he helped create the nuclear bomb, but then after that because of his uh, the company he kept he was like almost imprisoned and scrutinized his entire life because they thought he was a communist and stuff. Even after he helped win World War II. Um, there's a speech that Oppenheimer gives about uh, after the Trinity, Trinity test where he's like describing how people felt after the uh, the test and seeing the first nuclear explosion. That's that haunts me to this day because he he references like a Hindu scripture and stuff and like it's really beautiful, but it's also kind of terrifying too. So, and the movie itself, it's Christopher Nolan. I mean, come on, I mean, come on, come on, it's Nolan. Come on. Come on. He, he Come has on. my number. I think, uh, quick math, the lowest I've rated a Chris Nolan film is like an 8 or a 9 out of 10. He has consistently <laughs> just knocked it out of the park. Um, yeah. I mean, with Tenant and with Dunkirk and I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember like the movie he made before that. But they've all they've all been consistently You listed great. his, what I consider his two worst movies. And, yeah, and those he, are still those incredible. Still I'm so good. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Dark Knight, Prestige, Inception, that goes without saying. But even his recent stuff, which I think is a little weaker, I still Interstellar. loved. Interstellar was one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites of all yeah. time. Yeah. A lot Love of his movies stuff. are my favorites of all time. Yeah, Nolan, Nolan automatically gets on this list. Yeah. Just, yes. just, just the name. Anything like, he does, I'm interested in. I, yeah, there, there are just a few of those directors. Like, oh, you've got a movie coming out? You're officially on my most anticipated list. Everything, or every movie that uh, Nolan does deals with time in some certain way. Like with Memento, everything ran backwards. Yep. Inception, time moves quicker in the dream. Interstellar, time and gravity and stuff like that. I'd be interested to see how... Time is going to be a factor in Oppenheimer. We'll see. Because we'll this is his first biopic, too. It's not a made-up story. 
Correct. Well, I guess Dunkirk was kind of based, but the characters weren't real, right? I think so, yeah. It was sort of a, a pastiche of, yeah. of people that may have existed. So August. That brings us to August. Uh, first of all, let me throw out, oh, yeah. uh, also in July, worth mentioning, uh, Barbie is yeah. worth mentioning. Um, excited That's a to curiosity that. for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And the Marvels, uh, yep. which I'm also actually really excited to see. I'm really excited to see the Marvels. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, On to August. What is uh, your, we're getting into a couple dry months here. What do you put on the list from here, John? I think it's your turn to go first. Uh, What's your official pick? Completely honest. This is probably my 12th out of 12 in terms of the whole year. Um, (laughs) This is where I would slot uh, the Haunted Mansion, which is going to be a live action. Fair. Readaptation of the famous Disney ride. Uh, Danny DeVito's in it, and that's where I stopped reading the cast list because he's going to be fun. <laughs> that's all you need. Uh, all I, you I need. mean, I love the ride. I, I think what Disney does, especially in the family friendly stuff, is usually always at a base really entertaining. So it's a decent cast Rosario Dawson, Lakeith Stanfield, Owen Wilson, Tiffany Haddish, uh, Winona Ryder, Jared Leto, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. So, yeah, plenty of names there in the cast. Um, so yeah, I, you know, well, Disney does good with this kind of stuff. I, Haunted, Man- Haunted Mansion's a fine choice. Andrew, what is your choice for August? Well, I'm a DC guy, so you got to know that I'm going to pick Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. I yeah. figured that was for, that was yours. Yeah. I mean, this character is not very well known at all. I didn't even recognize this as a comic book movie when I read the list of films. This I am so excited right for the world to be introduced to Blue Beetle. It's very much, I guess the best comparison would be, um, it's Venom. It's uh, DC's version of Venom, really. Uh, except it's... Uh, no, it, it's pretty much Venom. <laughs> but it's funny Venom. It's funny Venom. So uh, The kid from uh, Cobra Kai, I think, is uh, starring I, in it. Um, I'm going to butcher his name, so forgive me. Zolo? Uh, yeah, Mary, Meriduena. Meriduena. Yeah, Meriduena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And it has so, Susan Sarandon yeah, in it, too. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, so that's Blue Beetle. My official choice is neither of those. Ladies and gentlemen, my official most anticipated movie for the month of August is Meg to the Trees. Let's go. <laughs> Meg to. Bring me the giant sharks. I want to see. I want to see. Jason uh, is back, and that's all that matters. As long as Statham's <laughs> on board fighting a thousand foot shark, I am in. Uh, yeah, I listen. Uh, it's this is that thing where you put the movies in August in front of me. Yeah, I'm gonna go show me Meg too. I want to see what that looks like. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, that is that is my official choice for August. That's uh, a no fine I, pick. Uh, the, the original is very stupid, but it's really fun. It's fun to watch. 
no wild cards, I'm assuming, in August. We will move on <laughs> into September. Um, Andrew, what is your official choice in September? Expendables 4. <laughs> I love the way you just throw it away. Oh, come on. Like, That's my pick, too. That's not a bad pick. I'm excited uh, to see what they get I up to. I am this a big defender of the first uh, Expendables and the second one. The second, I think, is the strongest, and I think it's because of JCVD. No, JCVD um, is an incredible, like, a surprisingly addition. really good villain. Um, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's it's the Expendables. So yeah, it, it, this is not highbrow stuff. This is let's go get some guns. Let's yeah. go shoot some guns. Let's go punch <laughs> some people. Yeah, and then that's the whole movie. But sometimes but, you need a movie like that where you just turn off your brain and go show me booms. I want to yeah. see big booms. <laughs> another another Jason Statham movie. Dolph Lundgren, Fifty Cent, Andy Garcia, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I don't think we have the bigger names like Antonio Banderas, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, the John Claude Van Damme, or. Um, uh, what was the what was the guy that did the tax evasion? Um, Passenger fifty seven. What's his name? He's not coming back either. But uh, Wesley yeah. Snipes. Wesley Snipes is not in this. Oh, either. We- but the rest of the group they are, and that's still a pretty healthy ensemble. I'm 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 on board. I'm excited to see this. That's my most anticipated for the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron, guys, I was in a place where I didn't know what to pick here. I I thought about Equalizer three. Always you know, like Fuqua directs Denzel really well, and that could be a lot of fun. But then, then, then I found it. it. Then you found Slated it. Slated for September currently. Who knows if it'll keep the date? Who knows? There's very little known about this movie. We're getting a Quiet Place spinoff, uh, and it's from the director of Pig, which I loved. Pig. Um, so this could be really, really interesting. Uh, I think Lupita Nyong'o is starring. Um, uh, Aaron, but, I will tell uh, you right now, that is September 2024, not 2023. Yeah. Uh, what I read was 23. Um, well, that's okay. You can go with a haunting Yeah, because it's A Quiet Place Day 1 starring uh, Joseph Quinn and Lupita Nyong'o. All right. You can go Sorry, with a haunting in Venice. That's an acceptable follow-up. Uh, no, it is not. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go. Join us, us, Aaron. Come uh, get excited for Expendables 4. I mean, it is Expendables. It is Kenneth Branagh. Okay, let me, let me, re, let me rethink this. Uh, the Equalizer 3, The Nun, Nun 2, A Haunting in Venice, or The Expendables 4 are all placed in front of me. What Which is A Haunting in Venice? That's the Neth, uh, That's the Kenneth Branagh. It's the next oh, detective okay. murder mystery. Hercule. Yeah. Yeah, Perot that's film. the next Poirot. Um, Agatha Christie, I think. Yeah, I guess that's the one. I'm telling you, that last one kind of d- downed me on Death that on franchise the Nile a little was, bit. It wasn't but, great. but, uh, but I'll, yeah, I'll take a haunting in Venice. That'll be my official um, for uh, September, um, October. You missed now, man. Expendables four. <laughs> <laughs> We almost had an expendable uh, sweep. Yeah. I guess I'll go first on this one. My official uh, choice for October is True Love uh, is my official most anticipated. Uh, this is Gareth Edwards. He's great. Uh, you may, I love his films. You may have known from uh, Rogue One, uh, directing Rogue One. He does good stuff. Godzilla. Um, John David Washington starring uh, in a uh, science fiction drama. I always dig sci-fi stuff. So it is also crime comedy. So lots of different genres going on here. We'll see what it is. But I'm excited for true love more than anything else. Uh, John, what about you? 
Uh, this is this is going to be a bit of an oddball pick. Uh, then I'll preface it and say, really excited to see this with my youngest daughter, who will be of movie going age. By I know the time. where you're going with this. Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie, comes out on October 13th. She absolutely loves Paw Patrol. We're getting. I heard bunch- the first Paw Patrol movie was pretty good. It actually is legitimately great. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I it heard is it's legitimate. Good. And watching her light up, she's almost. She'll be three and a half when this comes out, and it'll be probably the first time we take her to the movie, and. Um, yeah, I'm really excited because she loves these characters. She is obsessed with Paw Patrol. And her older sister will come with, of course. Uh, she's less of a – she's more of a Spider-Man and Beauty and the Beast girl. But, yeah, seeing this with both of them will be really special. Andrew, what about you in October? Well, there's another Marvel movie coming out. Yep, there is. Yep. Craven the Hunter is what I'm picking. I think I think it's funny that we, we basically picked Paw Patrol in an <laughs> unknown movie called True Love over a Marvel movie yeah. in October. I just I don't know anything about Craven the Hunter. I'm just not I like if you put it in front of me, I'm just not picking it just because I I don't know what it is. But uh That's but yeah. Sure. I, I know Craven from my mobile game, but I, I don't know him as a character. I don't know what he does. What is So so sell us, Andrew. Why why should be why should we be interested in this one? Oh, I'm I'm I don't know that much about Craven. Uh, I've only seen him in a couple episodes of like Deadpool, like where he's like hired to t- like hunt. He's pretty much a, a, a mercenary who's hired to kill, you know, uh, heroes and stuff like that. So I guess this is going to be one of those anti-hero movies. Uh, I'm excited because I love Aaron Taylor Johnson and I love Russell Crowe. So that's pretty much all go. I need. It's enough for you. All right, moving on to November. John, you get to kick us off in November. We're getting back into some good stuff again. Um, what are you? Although, when we get to the later months, it's really difficult because so much is going to change with these months. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> I guarantee you there will be awards movies that we're anticipating more once we know what they are and when they're coming out. But yeah, for yeah. what we know now in November, John, what is your official choice? Yeah, and again, this is all just you know existing IP, what I already know, what I'm already excited for. I haven't seen trailers or synopsises synopses for like any of these but dune part two i mean it's going to resolve the story yeah. that the first one set up and i really like the first one except for the fact that there's just no ending um yeah and this will be the ending to a really good film and much like my love for avengers endgame i think this will be a lot of that catharsis and, and satisfaction that the first one failed to deliver uh again uh uh denny uh, uh Valneveu, um he's, he's such an accomplished and talented filmmaker, and I loved. He's incredible. The, I love the world building. I love the the sort of atmosphere they built in in the first one, um, and the cast is stacked. I'm excited to see what they do with it. I agree. That's uh, my choice as well. Um, I'm excited, very excited to see the second half of this movie. Uh, so, did yeah. you like the first Dune? I loved the first half of Dune. Yeah, I'm 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 <laughs> desperate to see the second half. Yeah, that's yes. a, that's a great way to put it. Like on its own, it kind of doesn't work as a movie, but is part of a larger four hour story. Yeah, I again I've said it a million times, but I'll just say it again because it's what I say. They market this differently. It's a whole different experience. Yeah, correct. if they market this like Lord of the Rings, we're doing this all together. There's three parts, you know, coming out three consecutive years. It's a whole different experience. They marketed this as a Dune movie because they weren't sure they were going to do the second one. I can't believe you put out this movie if you're not sure you're doing the second one. But that's what they said. So they marketed his movie. The very first time I knew it was one part of two was when the opening title says part one. Yeah. And I was like, what? I um, thought it was a chat. So, I thought it was like a chapter title for the movie when it said like yeah. part one. I'm like, okay, so there's going to be like chapters. 
because it is right. Yeah, wait a couple just, of years for that. Just a yeah. mind-blowingly bad marketing decision, in my opinion. It is um, so. But anyways, yes, I'm excited for the second half of the Doom movie. Yeah, very very excited. Andrew, what do you got? Oh, uh, it was my pick as well. Uh, okay. Denis yeah. is my favorite director right now. Like, uh, He's so good. More, more than Spielberg, more than Coppola. Uh, even people that I am infamous for loving, it, no, Denis is number one for me. Yeah. Uh, he's had a pretty, he's a pretty exceptional track record. Blade Runner and Arrival, Sicario, Enemies, Prisoners, those are all phenomenal films. I think all yep. of those movies are in my top hundred. I don't, I, I don't love Sicario, but the other ones I really, oh, I love really Sicario dug. so much. Yeah, but, I'm uh, a huge Sicario fan. There's one scene in Sicario that I think is one of the greatest film scenes of all time. Border but, crossing. Um, yeah, the border crossing scene is just. Astonishing. It's very, it's very good. So tense. All right. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I would also mention. Oh, okay. I, I would also mention the Hunger Games prequel, which I am excited about. I that'll be uh, interesting. It'd be very interesting because I, I think it's going to deal with a part of the Hunger Games universe. I'm more excited in seeing than where it eventually went. Like the the takedown of the structure of the Hunger Games was. I knew what it always had to be about, but the actual how do we how get did the there? Hunger Games become what it is? I'm afraid of the the uh, fear of the Walking Dead possibilities where it's like i think i'm getting origin stuff but i'm actually just getting more hunger games stuff like yeah. that that's a little bit of a fear um but uh, i am excited to, to it's been it so is. long since that franchise was relevant that i need to get my mindset back into like oh yeah that's right pan am mm-hmm. and the different districts and i've forgotten yeah. so much that i think after revisiting those first four i'll be pretty pumped to see the the prequel all right, let's finish off the year with December. Andrew, what is your official December choice? Lots unknown, but what are you going with? Uh, Tim is a Chalamet, two week or two months in a row. Wonka. <laughs> yeah. Wonka. That's my yeah. pick too. Wonka, 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 oh, nice. Wonka, Wonka. It's about nice. Pac-Man, right? Wonka, 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 uh, yes. Wonka, 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 Wonka. It's, a, it's a, <laughs> to go with the Super Mario and Sonic games. I mean, how this many times are we going to get the story retold? And as I say, this I'm is still excited for it every three. single time. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't really yeah. a fan. Uh, I I didn't hate the Johnny Depp one. I'll just say that. But I think it, that the Gene it, Wilder it Gene one, Wilder, it, yeah. it's the Gene Wilder is like pure movie magic, you know? I'm really curious to see what Chalamet does with this character. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a good actor. I haven't seen him stretch in quite this way before. He's really fun in Don't Look Up. Um, and he's, uh, you know, he has some interesting roles. Uh, he was, what was the Wes Anderson French dispatch? He was mm-hmm. really interesting in French dispatch. Like I know he has some range to him, but I'm, but I'm curious to see what he does with, with Wonka. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you in anticipating it. However, if you put all the movies in December in front of me, the one I'm going to push play on is the Ghostbusters sequel. And I'll tell you why, because the thing I, I liked about, Ghostbusters Afterlife was the casting of the new crew. I like how they work together. I think they're funny. I think some of the writing was clever. What I didn't like was how the movie handled its legacy stuff. I thought that was really poorly handled and muddled. And now that they're free of having to do that and can just make a Ghostbusters movie with this new crew, I'm excited to see that. I want to know what that looks like, where you where you've, where you don't have to do that same thing with the original cast and all that kind of stuff where you just get to make your own Ghostbusters movie. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what the, the Ghostbusters afterlife sequel looks like. So, uh, John, you are muted. I did not care for afterlife too much. Um, but I agree. I'm definitely excited once they're sort of removed the shackles of like the legacy stuff, this could be really good, but I don't know. Afterlife was such a disappointment. 
Sure. Um, and honestly, I'm not. I've never been huge on the original couple of Ghostbusters movies. Anyway, they, they're fun, but I've never held them up to the same sort of reverence that a lot of millennials do. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be wrong. The, none of us mentioned Aquaman. <laughs> nope. Uh, which I think is slated for December. Christmas, um, in fact, right now. Yeah. So there's the other one. Uh, so if you've been doing the math, I still have a wild card left. Did you guys use all your wild cards? I forgot to mention Ant-Man is mine. Oh, okay. All so right. I had so, Ant-Man, Fast X, and uh, Oppenheimer as my three wild card picks. Andrew, did you mention all your wild cards? I did. Uh, Mission Impossible, Asteroid City, and Shazam 2. So unless Andrew does some research that proves me wrong, uh, my wild card is an unslated 2023 release. Uh, my final third wild card in addition to John Wick and Oppenheimer. Uh, it's a movie called The Killer, and it's hmm. David Fincher's next movie. Uh, and and Fincher is one of those, man, where I'm just like, if you're doing something, I'm there. Uh, so I had to mention The Killer uh, from David Fincher um, as my possible. Now, if Andrew finds out that I am wrong about it being a 2023 release. Everything I'm seeing, you're in the clear. Uh, so, so yeah, I ha I, that one was exciting enough to me. There was also a, there's a Bradley Cooper movie. Bradley Cooper is directing a movie called Maestro that looks interesting as well, mm. but the only non slated, like doesn't have a date yet, probably 2023 movie that, uh, officially would be on my list is the Fincher movie, the killer, which is so. going to be a Netflix original. Interesting. Yep. The yeah. other the other one that I wanted to mention that does not have a date yet is uh, Joaquin Phoenix's biopic of Napoleon, which I, I think he obviously larger than life character. I've loved the other versions of Napoleon on screen, uh, and Joaquin I think will do a really good job with it. But uh, yeah, no idea when it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. it will at all, I think that'll probably be an awards contender, probably back half of the year. That's then a lot of these are the Fincher will probably be the same. It'll yeah. probably be a November December release, which just doesn't have a date yet. Um, it's still Killers of the Flower Moon, like Scorsese's latest is still like probably 2023. So like there are there are it's there always are unslated others. movies. Yeah, there's definitely some unslateds that we would be talking about if we knew yeah. when they were coming out. Um, so so yeah, there you go. Uh, let's do it, guys. Uh, but before before we get into ranking our top three, a thank you to our Sifpop members. Thank you so much for making this show possible. We love you. We appreciate you. If you're curious about what that looks like, go to the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash siftpop. Support starts at three bucks a month. You can check out all the fun little things we do for our members uh, there. So appreciate that. And uh, and just check it out at patreon.com slash siftpop if uh, you want to help out, you want to support. Uh, all right. Let's rank our top three. We'll go round robin, starting with our number three anticipated movie of the year. John, what is your number three anticipated? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three. Guardians of the Galaxy, number three for John. Uh, my number three is Quantumania. Ant-Man Quantumania. So we're just going all Marvel at our number threes. Andrew, is your number three Craven? No, but it is Spider-Verse. <laughs> it is Spider-Verse. Yeah. So there you go. We are doing all Marvel. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, all right. Uh, number two. This always interests me because last year, I think Alice joined us for the most anticipated. And of the nine choices in our top three, there was only one repeat. It was Avatar. Both Alice and I had Avatar in our top three. But it's always interesting to see how different we are in that. What is your number two, John, anticipated movie of the year? Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. 
Mm, nice. My number two is Dune Part Two. Okay. It's my number two most anticipated of the year. Andrew, what is yours? Uh, it's a wild card, just because. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess by process of elimination, we may know your number one. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, my number two is Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Nice, nice. nice. John, your number one most anticipated movie of the year? Mission Impossible 7. My number one most anticipated movie of the year? Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And Andrew, your number one uh, of the year? Is Oppenheimer. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think we've got a clear number one, guys. I I think think it's pretty easy. I am so Uh, excited for Mission Impossible. (laughs) Tom Cruise knows how to entertain. There's just no other way to describe his dedication to the craft his commitment to putting his literal body on the line. Can't wait to see how they top themselves. And the He's fact that it's going to be and the yeah, exactly, with a, with a big capital M. And the fact mm-hmm. that they're going to do part 1 and part 2 and they're marketing it as part 1 and part 2 yeah. tells me it's going to be Thank a bigger yes. <laughs> it's going to be a bigger and more expansive story and I hope that means we get a little bit of a meatier narrative. We don't just mm-hmm. tie it up with a bow in two and a half hours. We'll actually get like a nice expansive narrative and we get the sequel i think in only a year right just yeah i think 2024 part i I, if i if i uh if i am remembering correctly i believe they are a year apart well there you go the official most anticipated movie of 2023 for sif pop is mission impossible dead reckoning part one that is the one of all the movies in 2023 if you put in front of the podcast sif pop it would choose to put in the player um, so there you go. Uh, I think we've got time for some buried treasure before we go. Yeah. What's that one thing in any area of pop culture you want to make sure people know about? Uh, John, you're our guest. You will go last. Andrew, kick us off. I'm going to go with a movie that I was, uh, that I loved whenever it came out. And, uh, I just, it never, I never heard anybody else love it as much as me or Aaron does. And that's Logan Lucky. I, yeah, that is a good film. Nice. I think Soderbergh just knows how to do you know heist and like all these crazy wild movies and i think that the the hillbilly ification of an oceans 11 plot is just absolutely perfection this movie is hilarious um i watched it again last night and that's what uh, put it on my list but uh i think logan lucky is an absolutely hilarious and great heist movie it is wonderful. Uh, my buried treasure is a bit of a surprise. Didn't expect to like this one as much as I did. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Wow. Uh, which just came out in theaters over Christmas. Out of all the things um, I could have imagined you pick. <laughs> that, that That's why it's a buried treasure. Uh, this is fun. This is conceptually fun, visually fun. Um, wow. It is... E- it is easily the best thing that the Shrek movies have brought us. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Shrek movies. Uh, it almost makes the Shrek movies existing worthwhile. Um, so uh, I really did enjoy Puss in Boots, uh, The Last Wish. It is a fun time. I don't want to oversell it because I don't want you to like be like, oh, I have to see this movie. And then be like, it's just a really fun I got, an, I got, I got, I got a five-year-old to entertain. It's fine. I'll go check it out. Aaron, <laughs> yeah. it has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.7 on IMDb. So blowing my mind with that revelation there. Uh, John, what is your buried treasure? So any area of pop culture, this is going to be uh, maybe a first on the show. I'm going to pick a newsletter. These still exist. These still exist, believe it or not. And um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the power forward of the Los Angeles Lakers in the 70s and 80s, is a remarkably 
articulate and talented and inspiring writer. He does a newsletter every week. It's a lot of like focus on politics and entertainment. And his film reviews are incredible. Getting the perspective of a former professional athlete and a, and a black man in his 70s, his opinion on films today, pop culture, even like really pulpy, simple stuff is just so remarkable. And the way he articulates and the way he is just able to weave these really powerful emotional uh, meanings into what he's experiencing is just, uh, it's important. And I love getting his perspective in my inbox every week and his take on politics, certainly very left-leaning, but I love reading like how he's digesting things and how he frames it. And it's not just a good way to get the news, it's a good way to get a perspective like his. And I was blown away at how good of a, of a writer he was. I was like, this, he should be writing novels and stuff like this. Yeah. This is great. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you can uh, subscribe, I guess, via Substack. Check yeah, out his Twitter. It's, it's he's, he's really talented. And I was like, I thought he was just a f- basketball player. I never knew he could write. I would love to let see alone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar really do well. a review of Airplane. Yeah. That, that, that would be legit. great. He is, he's very, very uh, interesting to read. And um, yeah, kind of an oddball pick, but definitely fits the buried uh, category well. Also in uh, also has a cameo in one of my favorite movies of the year. Kareem does? Uh, alongside Angela Lansbury in her last movie role. And, um, what yeah. Film? What film is this? <laughs> what yeah, film? I what am you, you want about? me to tell you? Yeah. You want me to tell you? Yeah. Glass Onion. Oh. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Well, I'm more excited to see it now. <laughs> he's he's in Glass it's Onion? Mm hmm. Yes. Yes, cool. he is. Uh, that is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's newsletter. That's kareem.substack.com. Logan Lucky is, uh, I think, streaming on Canopy, if I read that correctly. And Puss in Boots' Last Wishes in theaters. We did it, guys. We managed to anticipate Woo. things. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today for Sif Pop. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other shows on the network at studiodna.media or by searching Studio DNA in your podcast player. Huge thanks to Andrew for hanging out again today. Thank you, buddy. Big thanks to producer Phil for producing the audio and video show. Thanks, Phil. Much love and gratitude to our Sif Pop members Woo. for giving monthly to make Sif Pop a real thing. Support starts at three bucks a month. You can check that out at patreon.com slash Pop. Lots of ways to connect with us. Uh, oh, we should thank John. I was about too. to say, thank you, John. <laughs> You're welcome. You're yeah, welcome. John. Uh, where do you want to send people this week, John? I don't know. My Twitter account. I make jokes on there occasionally. Oh, you do. Twitter.com/slash yes. John Mahala. I got retweeted by the lead singer of Twisted Sister the other day. That was wow. That was very excited. D Snyder. D Snyder's a great guy, and uh, just wanted to kind of throw that. That's pretty wicked, man. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah it was great. Nice. He seems like such T. a cool guy. Snyder retweeted T. you. It's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. It was just like, why not? Uh, you can connect with us. Uh, leave a comment or rating or review at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you like, or wherever you listen. You can email us, feedback at sifpop.com. And finally, if you're having a good time, <laughs> your movie-loving friends will probably like the show, too. So make sure you let them know about it and that listening is much easier than setting off an actual atomic bomb for cinematic veracity. Uh, we'll be back next week with more fun on Sif Pop, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.